So today's Chazara is Memheim and Aleph. Right? So, Sugya, Amem Dal, Amem Beis, was discussing the din that Rav said. Rav had said that if you have a mitah, which is not Yechtul Mois, which you don't necessarily use for money, if there's money on it, it's a basis, you're not allowed to move it. If there's no money on it, you are allowed to move it. Providing the money wasn't there, Bein Hashmashes. And the Gemara had a kasha from a Mishnah in Kalim, which we talked about a Mukhni and a Fashida of some sort. And there it mentioned about not moving it. If it has mice, it sounds like even if it was there, Bein Hashmashes, it's mutter. And the Gemara said that's the Machlaikis of Behuda and Shimon. Shimon doesn't hold the muksa. Behuda holds the muksa. And Rav goes like Behuda. And the Gemara says, Hachanami Mistabra, the Rav Kabudis Vilay. I'll also show you that Rav holds like Rabbi Huda. And like Taisus points out, there are a number of times that Rav said like Rabbi Huda Lamashal, right here. And he said, Amita Shayichta Lamais is Aser to, to, uh, to use it, even if there's no mice, right? Why? Because that's its primary Tashmish. It doesn't really have another use. And Amshimin says, Nah, even if it doesn't really have another use, what about Chatzayt's race that we had at the end of the second parak? where we said a shaifer is not muksa even according to a Behuda because it could be used for a baby battle. But a chatzaitzis doesn't really have another use, but Shimon holds its mutter. So you see that you don't really need another use so much. But Elamai Rav goes like a Behuda. And we had also at the end of the first parak on the Afyatasim and Beis, that Rav said that karchi de if you have a pair of mats which were used to cover merchandise, he held it was, it was muksa, and he also held on yamtif. If you have an ez lechelbi, you have a goat which is used for milk, a hen which is used for eggs, a sheep which is used for wool, oxen which are used for plowing, and tamri uh, de iska, right? Um, dates that you're going to sell. All these things you're not planning on eating, but if you decide you want to eat them, so that's fine. According to Shimon, Rav said it's also Shmuel says mutter. So Taisa says there's really two aspects of the machlekes. There's one, whether you max the date there from something, which that Rav Zichol is like a But there's another where the thing is really roy, it just wasn't roy ben ashmashes. That's like a kind of a different take. Whether you say migdis katsayla ben ashmashes, it's katsayla kuli yema. So in regard to that, we don't know that Rav held like a Behuda. That sounds like it might be a different discussion. And here we say, how can I misstab the Rav Kibbutz relate? I'm a Rav, Menichen Neil Gabi Dekel B'Shabbos. Rav said that you could put a candle, oil lamp, on a dekel on a palm tree on Shabbos. Vei Menichen Neil Gabi Dekel B'Yantif, but you can't on Yamtif. The reason is as follows: on Yamtif, a ner is not muksa. A ner is a klisha machtel heter. It's perfectly acceptable. It's not muksa at all. You could light a candle on Yamtif. You can move it around. You know how to put it out. You know, but you could. Uh, an air is part of Yantiv's thing. Shabbos, can't touch an air, right? There is a muksa. So even if it goes out, so you have the machlekes, we didn't have that we had in the Mishnah, right? If you have a ner shed liku by Shabbos, that was the Mishnah, right? But that's on Shabbos. So Rav's halacha about putting a ner dekel in Shabbos and not on Yantiv is, is, is based on that on Shabbos, you're anyway not going to take away the ner. Wherever you put the nair on Shabbos, that's where it stays. You never remove the nair from anywhere on Shabbos. It's muksa. You know, it's muksa. But on Yom Tif, you're probably going to take the nair away. 
So we don't want you having there on a tree because you're not allowed to take things off, put things on, and take things off a tree. It's called mishdamish beilon, separate iser. So on Shabbos, we don't care if you have the, the nair on the tree, because we're not, you're not going to take it off. Because it's muksa. But on Yom Tif, if you have the nair in the tree, you're likely to forget and take it off and be over on the Isr, Mishtamish Milan. So the Gemara says, If you're going to tell me, Rav So that makes sense, that Shabbos and Yom Tif are different, because Shabbos is an Isr muksa. And therefore, you're not, you're not, you're not going to take it off. But the Yandiv is no a muksi, so you'll take it off. Aliyamik Reb Shimon and this in regard to the din of Nigiris Katsai, so Mali Shabbos, Mali Yamtif, what would be the difference between Shabbos and Yamtif? On Shabbos, also smutter to take off, so it should be usher to keep it on the tree on Shabbos as well. So that's a Raya, the Rabbi Rav holds the Rabbi and like Taisha says, even in regard to the din of Nigiris Katsai. Now the Gemara goes right to the Rav Kippur. This really, the boy Menei the Rav, they asked the Shal the Rav Malu Tal Tule Shragi the Chanuk the Mikame Chavri b'Shabbatah. He had these Chavri, which are a shame Uma b'Mei Persiim, and somehow in the Persian lands, which they were Persiim in the times of the Romosa, right? Saying they were Persiim, they lived in right in Iran and Paris, right? And probably some of the parts where the Amirom were were ruled by the Persian. That's what it would seem. You know what I'm saying? The, the Bavel, well, at least part of Bavel, was, um, was under the Persian, the Persian, right, Eretz was under Rome. And Bavel, I don't think it was conquered by Rome, it, was, it was, uh, had, had to do with the Persian. The Persian were, uh, you know, there was, uh, what's the name, Shvarimalka, was a was a Parsi uh, that Shmuel used to talk to. I'm saying they they, they the Persian, apparently, at least parts of where the Amram were was certainly ruled by the Persian, and the Chavri was some sort of a group, perhaps a religious group that had some say over there. Anyway, they didn't like candles, at least at some times. So the question is, they'll get you know they'll get annoyed if they see the Hanukkah candles. So you let it remove it. Amalu Shabbatami, he said you could. So, why don't you say the muksa? Now, we're talking about on Shabbos. You lit the Hanukkah candles before Shabbos. Why don't you say it's a ner shaliku by Shabbos muksa? Elamai elzak of Shimon. Say, why is the shasat chak shani? It was a shasat chak. Right? Taisa says that Rashi learned when it said in the beginning of the second parak that b'shasat sakana menichal shachana v'dayah, it means the sakana of these chavri. These chavri guys, they don't like when you light it, so you, leave, you bring it inside. So Taisa wanted to know, so why was it outside, right, where they could see it? So Taisa said, not everyone, you know, not everyone listened, not everyone takes precautions like we know. Also Taisa says that maybe that wouldn't be enough of a sakana to be mevatel the mitzvah's ner Hanukkah. Apparently they weren't going to do too much to you if you had an air. They're going to bother you, but not, you know, not that bad. But uh, the sakana meant when there was a serious gzair uh, al-mitzvah, a serious uh, persecution, then you, leave, then you put it off sakana v'dayah. But if it was just the chavri, Anyway, so the Gemara says Shasat Chak Shani. It was Shasat Chak. The Amulah of Kanav Rav asked the Rav, Halchi Hilchasa. They both asked Rav, Is that the Halacha? You allowed to move it? Yeah, I'll move it. It's Muksa. Amulah Kanav Rav Shimon is Machal B'Shasat Chak. Rav Shimon's okay to be slammed with Shasat Chak, like we spoke. The din is that by a din der Abanan, even if we don't pass him like somebody, but if it's a big Shasat Chak, you could be slammed. Yeah, so the Gemara goes right to Yerashi says Sakana. It doesn't really mean a Sakana. It's Nefashis Lechay. It means uh, something bad. The Gemara goes further. 
What's a din if you have wheat which you which you um, planted in the ground or an egg which is under a tainagelis ready to be incubated to make a, to make a chicken out of it and now you decide you want to eat it you want to eat the wheat or you want to eat the egg is that muksa according to Reb Shimon Reb Shimon doesn't hold the muksa like we spoke about all these cases of muksa where Reb Shimon doesn't hold of it because just the fact that you're planning on using it for something else you still could use it for this but that's only you didn't go be a dayan and make it not really but you pushed it off be a dayan maybe she knows a muksa because like we said, Rav Shimon really, the Machlekes of Shimon and Yehudam, could be a Machlekes, not in essence, but in degree, right? Now Rav Shimon also agrees to certain muksas, right? Muksa Machsar and Kis. So at certain times, unless, this we spoke about once, you know, sometimes I like a Svara, that maybe the Machlekes is, if Yehudah holds, you need a positive hachana, has to be roi, to, has to be oimit to use. And Rav Shimon holds, no, what asks is a negative haksah. Right, so Dachi Bidayim is more of a negative haksa. Yeah? So that's the question. Yeah, you went and takes the wheat, which is usable, and you put it under the ground, which now is going to become unusable, or the egg. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're having it under the chicken, I guess. You know, you could have collected it, but you left it under the chicken, but Afka. Right, there was an intentional thing that it's under the chicken. So the Gemara says, I don't believe you know. It's only Shemin Shibiner, while the Nair is Dalek. Taisha says it doesn't mean in the Nair itself. That will be Asal's Machaba. It means that was Metafta from the Nair. So that was Mashman, I need both things. That the Shemin, at the time that it's being Dalek, is first of all Benesh Masha, so it was appropriated for a mitzvah, Huxel Mitzvah. And besides for the appropriation for the mixer, it also had an iser. So since it's aser, so you maxedite it for something which is aser. So you need both. So the Gemara says, well, lastly, huxle mixosa, but doesn't hold the huxle mixosa, but Tanya, that alone is an iser. Because it says, sicha kalchas, if you masachach, I suka properly, the itcher, and then you beautified it, the krumim, with sedina mitzyarim, with drapes and sheets that have colors on it, that has. Um, artistry on it, you know, pictures, Mitsuyer, Tsirim. The Talaba also you put in a Gaizim, a Farskin, Shkadim, Imainim, you put on it um, nuts or peaches or almonds or pomegranates, Afachili, Shalnavim, Atarish, Shibalim, where you put in clusters of grapes or crowns of stalks. Yenish, Manim, Muslasis, you put in wine or oil or flour. Not sure how flour is in Aisukah, but that's what it says. Also, the stabbing men and mates and You're not allowed to use them. Why? Because the hooks are mitzvah. Once you set them aside for a mitzvah, you have to keep them there. Nimari brought this Mishnah in, uh, in the second paragraph. Nimari brought a rain from there to the din of Bizui mitzvah, not being mishtamish with the Ner Chanukah, right? That you, uh, once you set aside some of mitzvah, you can't use it for your own personal use. The Mishnah lay and if you imagine that call of Vitanai, so you see that concept of hooks and so even if Shimon would agree. We might do Reb Shemini, but who says it's Reb Shemini? The Tani Reb Chia Be'esav Kamadar Be'echanan Enoil Lenetzim Nesukah Be'antiv I'm not sure why to bring the first b'risa and then bring the second b'risa because the first b'risa we don't know is Reb Shemini and the second b'risa L'chai you can ask by itself, right? I'm not sure. But it says Enoil Lenetzim Nesukah Be'antiv Elam Nesamachla 
you're not allowed to take wood from a sukkah. And the Gemara in Bayes says it's talking about a sukkah that fell down, because otherwise, anyways, it's a stira. But the idea is, is that the same idea of the shaman of the nair that went out. You know, the sukkah was, was, um, fell down, a hut. So you're not allowed to use it on Yamte Fafai wood, You can only take from what's next to it. That's not called Muksa. Shimon says, yes, you could. There's no Muksa. And then, Veshavim Besukas Achag Bechag Shiyasura. But everyone agrees that a Sukkas Achag, a Sukkah of Yamtif, you can't. So you see Muksa Machs Mitzvah. Vemisna Lehem Kalafi today. So you see that there's a concept of Muksa Mitzvah, even according to Rabbi Shimon. So, Right? The Rashi says, and how do you know, maybe it's, it's mitzvah say any surah, because you have an isasthir. So Rashi says, we're going chalamayit as well. As long as you are maxim mitzvah say, right? The same thing with the lul of an asterisk, even a chalamayit. Huxla mitzvah say, as long as you're using it for mitzvah, you can't use it for anything else. So the Gemara says, Elam, ka'ain shem and shemnei karminan. Ha'el v'huxla mitzvah say, huxla li surah. Not ha'el v'huxla mitzvah say, v'huxla li surah. Ha'el v'huxla mitzvah say, huxla li surah. And once you have a mitzvah, so then it becomes huksali surai. Then it becomes huksali surai. Then it becomes huksam for the isser as well. I think Peishua says a geshmak of pshat over here. To look again, but I think Peishua says a pshat. What's huksal mitzvah or huksali surai? What's both? I think he says a pshat that the shemen shebener the emesim. Once it's metafta from the ner, you're not staring the mitzvah by taking it. So if you're not staring the mitzvah, because you can't use it for mitzvah now anyway. So what's the problem? Now the problem is that the fact that it was Huxle Mitzvah so you didn't you weren't Yeshivu Mitzapa for it. Calls man the mitzvah's going on, so then you don't have the hat for the Huxley Surah. So he says uh, you need really both things. If it was just Huxley Surah, so Yeshivu Mitzapa, just like the regular name. Shimon doesn't hold the Muxamax Mitzvah so Yeshivu Mitzapa. But if it's just Huxle Mitzvah so if it fell out of the nair, so then it's 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 no longer being used for the mitzvah. But if you have them together, so the hooks of mitzvah like takes off a yeshiv from mitzapa. Yeah, not so bashit. But anyway, if manami armachi brami bechana imuksal abshimin alke ein shemin shibinei b'shoshu delakal hooks of mitzvah se hooks of lisuri. Amar avida mishmuel ein muksal abshimin alke gregorus itzmukim bulvat. This is what Taisus was a little bit bothered with. And why didn't he mention gregorus itzmukim? That should have been more the contrast to the chitim and the and the beim, because. I tell you, he doesn't answer this kasha. Because the chitim, there's another thing, Hukslam Mitzvah is like a different category. You know, you want it for a mitzvah, so it's a visa mitzvah to take it, so you, so you, so you max it for the mitzvah. It's kind of a different category, right? But he, he's on the right track, right? Rishlokish says, what about Dachibi Yadayim? So he said, well, I don't agree with Dachibi Yadayim. Now, Gregor says, Smukim, you do agree with Dachibi Yadayim, right? But why is Gregor says, Smukim different? Like we'll see, because it's Leichazi. Right? That's what Rashi and Taisa says. Okay. So that means that the difference is, right, when you take the grapes and put them on the roof to dry, they're leichazi. When you take the figs and put them to dry, they're leichazi, right? Mashaykin, when you take the wheat and put it in the ground, at least for the, for the meantime, it's chazi. When you take the egg and put it under the hen, it's, it's for the meantime, it's chazi. So that's the chilak. The chilak really is, dachim yedayim could work if it's together with a leichazi. Right? You need, you need a lot to make aksal according to Shimon. Yeah, okay, but anyway, but the Gemara says, Let's say you're eating figs 
And now you have some leftover figs, so you put them up on the roof. Lashes and Gregor to become dried figs. By another if you're eating grapes, right? and he left over some grapes, well, and the guy, you put them on the roof, Lashman Smukin, to make raisins. So you can't eat them on Shabbos, unless before Shabbos you said clearly you're going to eat them. Anytime you make dried fruit, once you put it on the roof, it's muksa. You can't eat it. You have to wait until it becomes completely dry. So the Gemara says, money, who does it go like? Of course, all the muksa. Even by Lloyd Nachim Bidayim. So, of course, this case of Nachim Bidayim, why would you need it for? Elamayel, Avib Shimon, must be goes like Rab Shimon. So, Moses, no, Lailam Rabbi Huda, really goes like Rabbi Huda, the Chiddush is when you're eating it. Because you might think that if you're eating it and it got left over, you're not seriously intending to make dried fruits. Someone who wants to make dried fruits, so good, he takes the whole harvest and he makes dried fruits, and that's about the muksa. Right? Because you want them to dry. You don't want to eat fresh fruits. You want them to be dried fruits. But let's see eating them. So it means you want to eat fresh fruits. But they're left over. Right now, you're not, you're not hungry anymore. Right? You don't want to waste them. You put them up on the roof. But maybe as soon as you want, you're hungry again. That's called the Yamazmin. Right? So Sakadad, the Kevin, the Kaachavaz, the Lebayazmana. Kamashmon, the Kevin, the Hell, and the Guy. But once you put them on the roof, then a Sukhi is active. Then you finish with it. Then you're not even thinking about it. That's on the roof. That's for dried fruits. You stop, you stop having in mind. But really, it's a chiddush according to Buddha. So in Maisa, the Gemara says this maskana, that Gregor's Smukim is considered muksa according to Shimon, but not anything else. And the reason why Gregor's Smukim is different is because it's not roi, it's not chazi. So that's a shtickle shayla, though. It's a shtickle shayla. They go into it. Some in the Ian Shia go into it a little bit. But the shtickle shayla is, if it became roi on Shabbos and Yom Tif, so the chayra, you might have to come on to Migdas Ketzai Benish Mashis, right? Because now it's Roy. And Abshim does hold the Migdas Ketzai. Right? Elamai, so I think some Mishayim Amashmet at the Pshad is it's not really Roy. It's not really fully dried. You're just using it in a way that you weren't intending to. But the Pshad is, but I mean, at least it's somewhat Roy, right? We're not talking about when it's, when it's Taka Bechal, not Roy. But could be the Pshad is that the more you max it Mitchila, the less you say. Yeshivu Mitzab. And Azub Shimon really agrees to Migidus Katsai. He agrees to Migidus Katsai. Right? Because you see, by Kais Karavashashas, right, we had before, if you have a thing, you're not Yeshivu Mitzab. So he agrees that it's Muksa, even though it went out. Now it's Roy. Teretz is, because you had no Das. It's only, the only doesn't hold the Migidus Katsai when you had Das on it. So then he has no Migidus Katsai. So therefore, the Gemara is talking about a more Chamradik and Muksa that. You have something which is dachi bedaim, and at that time it was loy So then you totally don't have das. If at the time of the dachi bedaim it's chazi, so then you constantly think maybe I will eat it. But if at the time of the dachi bedaim was loy chazi, elamai because you're going to want it for later. But then the pshat is you don't have the you don't have the yeshiv umetzapa. And the shal is by a ner uso It's dachi bedaim and it's loy chazi, right? Unless by a ner it's only the iser. The Yisr doesn't make it totally leichazi. Okay, it's only because of the Yisr, so you're waiting for the Yisr to go off, right? But it's leichazi, you don't want it. It's leichazi, okay, good.